Hello, my loves, and welcome to Bad Witches Only. I am your host, Ali Schlenner. If you don't know who I am, I am a self-love and empowerment coach, an energy healer, a breathwork facilitator, and a 500-hour yoga teacher. And of course, I am the original bad motherfucking witch. And I am so thankful that you are here to listen to another episode. Holy shit, life lesson series. To be honest, the series has been um, surprisingly like kicking my ass. In terms of moving through my own shit and sharing these things so openly and vulnerably, I shared this on my IG stories a few weeks ago, but I've just never felt so naked. Mind, body, soul, naked on the internet and sharing all that I am at the same time as I am sharing more of my body in pictures and videos and my sensual side, which has always been to me something that has held a lot of shame. Of course, as a woman in a body, um, there is so much shame surrounding the way that we look and how we allow other people to see us, what parts of ourselves that we share. And as a survivor of sexual assault, there's so much shame surrounding the part of me that is sexualized because when you think about it, like the first question I was asked after being sexually assaulted was what were you wearing the night of the assault? And I remember the person who I was reporting this to, they apologized to me. They were like, I'm so sorry. I have to ask you this, but I do need to know what you're wearing. And so I acknowledged that person, and this was eight years ago, um, but I acknowledged that person honoring that it was wrong to have to ask me that. And also it was still embedded in the system like in the judicial system, because it was a non-negotiable question to be asked. And what you're wearing and how you're covering yourself up or not covering yourself up represents like how we could have been asking for it. And so when it comes to sharing my body and when it comes to sharing these parts of me that are more sensual and sacred to me, it automatically equates shame. And I am working through this so deeply. I mean, this is my fucking work right now. It's overcoming shame um, in all of the ways, allowing myself to peel back the layers of vulnerability and to be present deeply with my heart and soul about that I am safe to share this with the world because there's so much magic in the shit that I've learned just as there is so much magic in the shit that you have learned and our stories have so much fucking value. And also I acknowledge in this moment, how hard my fast, how hard my fast, (laughs) how fast my heart is beating and how I feel my eyes getting watery and how I feel my mind racing. And I acknowledge the amount of resistance that has come up every time I have gone to record this podcast. And I acknowledge the amount of resistance that has 
come up every time I've gone to record anything ever since I've launched Sex and Money. It's been honestly the past few weeks or month um, has been the most triggering month, weeks, month of my of my existence in a very long time because there is this essence, as I mentioned, of being naked. And on top of that, there's like this essence of imposter syndrome of who the fuck am I to talk about sex and money? Who the fuck am I to be a teacher of sex and money when I am working through this stuff myself? And also this beautiful learning opportunity to understand that the way I had planned in my mind to do this program won't be the way that it will work to execute it and to actually follow through and to practice. Because in my mind, I had this idea of going deep and fast. And what my body is telling me is I need to slow down. And when I teach this work, I need to especially slow down because it brings up all of my shit. And we are doing this healing work together. And in the area of sex and money, this shit is deep. This work, this fucking healing essence, it's inherently connected to trauma and we have to move slow. We have to be gentle. We have to regulate our nervous system and connecting to my nervous system has been the only thing I've been doing in trying to regulate it. Focusing on regulating it throughout the past month has been my only priority and I've watched other things that have been priorities to me for me for so long just kind of slip away because I've had to take care of my body. I've had to take care of my nervous system. And I felt moving through this very unsafe in my body because this work is deep and it brings up every wound I've ever had in respect to sex and money. And those wounds go deep, my loves. And I know if you are here listening to this, I'm sure you have wounds that match mine in one way or another. And I don't mean match in terms of like a competition for wounding. I mean match energetically in terms of feeling or experiencing pain and suffering and trauma in these areas. Or maybe, or maybe you're a business babe, a business baddie who's like, I also have launched programs that have been fucking overwhelming. And we don't realize when we're doing this work and when we're creating these programs from whatever space that we're in intellectually to create these programs, to birth these programs that holy shit, there's so much that our bodies have to process as we teach about these things. And one of my best friends is... um in social work school. And I have another best friend who's in, uh, in school studying psychology, studying counseling. And they always tell me, they're like, holy shit, when we study about these things, we're also processing all of uh, the stuff that comes up within us as we learn about these concepts. And it's been the same thing for me in terms of learning and studying and about these certain topics that are often connected to trauma, 
And then also the next layer of that is when we step into the teacher role and we're like, and we own the fact that we know enough about these subjects to teach. And for me, when I said to the world, to the universe, that I know enough about sex and money to teach about it. I'm ready to teach about it. My inner child came out and was like, maybe it wasn't my inner child. The part of, there was a part of me that came out and was very present and was like, um, no, you don't. <laughs> you know nothing about these things. You were actually a huge imposter. You were lying to yourself. You were lying to everybody else. And I wanted to hide. I wanted to absolutely run away from everything that I had built. I have had a hard time showing up for my podcast. I've had a hard time showing up on my YouTube channel. I've had a hard time showing up on my social media accounts. I've had a hard time getting on video on my stories. And that's like my favorite thing to do ever. I've had a hard time creating and I've just wanted to hide. And, and I share this with you because we can have these beautiful ideas of how our business is supposed to go. And we can also become attached to, I have to do it now. I said I was going to do it now. I have to do it now. And my body told me, Al, you can't do this so fast because I wasn't honoring my nervous system as I like metaphorically took my clothes off. I wasn't honoring my nervous system as I exposed myself in the world so quickly with the deeper connection and honoring and switching my content to express my sensuality while I simultaneously did this life lesson series and got naked behind the screen and so that you guys could see my soul. What I share with you are the deepest experiences of my life. They are what made me who I am. They're what brought me to my knees over and over and over again. This is this is the core of my being. Me integrating these lessons is what put back the pieces of who I am and formed the core of Allie. And I share this with you because I understand how, how normal it is for us to feel like we're navigating so much shit alone in the world. And we're not. I'm not alone in this. I refuse to acknowledge for one second the false idea that what I go through is unique to me. The feelings that I experience are deeply human. They're what the, the feelings that I experience are the foundation of what is meant to connect us, to connect our hearts. That does not make me separate. That makes me beautifully one with each and every person who has taken the time to listen to my story. 
And so I share this with you and I get naked on the soul level with this series. And as I did that, and as I created the Sex and Money program, I know with my whole heart that God, Source, the universe, the angels gave me this program in the way that it was given to me. Because as I've shared in the past, the way that I give birth to a program, it's from spirit. It ain't coming like straight from my mind. It's coming from God, Source, Spirit, the angels. I don't fucking know where it comes from. It comes from the ethers. And I know that because of the way that it comes through me and comes to me. I don't sit down and think about these things logically. I ask and like it makes me so emotional to think about how I have the magic that each and every one of us have to tap in to spirit and say, God, what do you need from me? What? How can I serve? How can I be of service in this moment? And God, source, spirit, the angels gave to me this program in this way and said, do this. And I said, okay. And all of the details were provided for me. I just write it down in the same way that I channel an energy reading. I just listen and I receive and I act and I share. And so I did that with this program and I acknowledge that the lesson in this in this moment, the magic of it was in the launch process. It was in allowing myself to get naked in a new way and to share that with the world and to begin to more deeply understand what my boundaries are, to begin to more deeply understand what my healing process looks like as I embody the teacher role, especially when it comes to sex. And also to teach me about how I need to teach about this. Because I can promise you, I know with my whole heart, in my body, in my soul, that teaching about sex and money is the most important work of my life. It is my life's work. Through the lens of self-love and empowerment, through the lens of connecting to spirituality, through the lens of embodying our own inner healer, the topic of sex and money, teaching, educating, loving people as they heal themselves and their relationship to sex and money, as I do the same for myself, this is my life's work. And the launch of this program taught me how to not do that. <laughs> it taught me how to not do that. And also, because it, it taught me to go, it told me, the universe said, go fast. And I said, I can't go fast. I'm not going to make it if I go fast. And that's the truth. My nervous system would not have been able to guide this program to the depth and with the amount of love that I have for this subject 
nor would I have been able to hold space for the people in the container with the amount of love that I have in my heart to give without respecting my nervous system. And my nervous system could not move at this pace. So I learned a whole lot (laughs) about how to not do this. And as I was moving through this to begin with, it was like, I launched this program and I'll be completely honest with you all on this podcast episode because my podcast is like my baby and you guys are like my my babies, <laughs> my babies. And I launched this fucking program and I couldn't sell it. I couldn't sell it because the second I put that reel out there of sex and money, I wanted to hide. And through that process, I began to get in touch with a new part of me. And to see that version of myself with with so much love because she presented herself. And that was the part of me that wanted to hide. And I'll share a little bit about this because I think it's really fucking important. (sighs) And I'm just regulating my nervous system by deep breathing as we move through this episode. My nose is running. I have really bad allergies in this moment. Like what the fuck universe? Coming back to Massachusetts, could we chill with the allergy attack or what? I don't know. But so anywho, I had a beautiful, magical, amazing session with my one of my coaches. I have many coaches. <laughs> Coaching is very fucking important. And if you want to be a good coach, you need to have a coach. Just saying. Just going to throw that out there. I tried for so long to avoid having a coach because I was like, I don't need a coach. I know how to do this. If you want to be a good fucking coach, you need to have mentorship. You need to have coaching. Study the people and the way they show up for you so that you can do that for others and like acknowledge the fact that we have so much to learn. And if you don't invest in yourself, other people are not going to invest in you. Okay. And if you don't honor your own boundaries, other people aren't going to honor your boundaries. Like, hello, universe. What is the external representation is an internal reflection. So as I blow my nose into the microphone, things are going really well. What was I saying? Um, Right. One of my coaches. Here we go. I had a session with one of my coaches who focuses on internal family systems. And this is a amazing branch of psychology where we go into the different parts of our being. And you'll hear me talk a lot about parts because internal family systems has been one of the greatest healers in my own life. And I love bringing this into breathwork sessions and coaching sessions because it's just so important to acknowledge the programs and the parts of us that run um, the way that we show up in the world. And we get to consciously decide, okay, I want this version of me, for example, my highest self to take the front seat, to be the fucking one who's driving the wheel, driving the car. And I want my ego to get the fuck in the backseat. I want this damaged version of me to get the fuck in the backseat. Like you can come for the ride, but you are not driving the car kind of vibe. So anywho, we are doing the session and um, I begin to get in touch with my, the part of me that is sexual. 
sensual. Kind of like my, the part that comes out when I'm like starting to get excited. (laughs) But before that, let me just rewind to the night before. Okay. Night before the healing session, I'm also in this program called Pleasure Goddess um, with my girl, Missy. She's amazing. I can highly recommend all of her services and sessions 100%. Um, And in this program, we're connecting to our sensuality. It's called Pleasure Goddess. It's all about pleasure. And we're also talking about like self-pleasure and just giving that a space to breathe And holy shit, how healing is that? And I was doing or trying to the night before, trying to do my self-pleasure practice. And if you have, uh, if if you don't want to hear me talk about sex and self-pleasure, please hop off. Um, But this is also, it's important and it doesn't have to be sexualized. It can just be a topic of conversation where it's like, realistically, we all have these parts of ourselves that are more sensual. And I think it's important to acknowledge and to talk about this in um, a way where it's not automatically like you sexualize me for me wanting pleasure. So before my self-pleasure practice, I'm like trying to get in the mood to pursue my self-pleasure practice. And I find myself unable to connect to the part of me that feels sensual, that feels sexy. And mind you, I had just launched Sex and Money probably five days before. And I was in a deep stage of like wanting to hide, wanting to run away. And I would say I have a very healthy sex drive very healthy. Some would say very, very healthy. (laughs) Like no problem getting in the mood, no problem getting um, lit up or turned on. And as I was getting ready to do my self-pleasure practice, and it had also been like five days, literally since I did sex, since I launched Sex and Money, I wasn't in the mood ever, which is not normal for me. So I usually do self-pleasure almost every day. And so I was having a hard time getting in the mood and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And as I started to like call that part of me out, I was, I had a dialogue with, with her and I was like, are you good? Are you okay? Do you feel safe? And I just sat there and, and like cried and felt really sorry for myself because not this didn't last for very long, but 100% I did cry there and feel sad because my sensual essence, the part of me that gets turned on, was so far away from me in that moment. It was like I had to drag her out because she didn't feel safe. She felt like she wanted to run and hide and... I couldn't get her back. And she is the one who leads my creativity. She is the one who leads my sense and connection to my intuition. She is the one who I allow to speak through me. She's my goddess. 
She's my goddess. She's the one who I allow to take up the most space within me. And I'm reading this amazing book at the moment called Pussy by um, Regina Regina Thomas Hauer. I think that's how you say it. Regina Thomas Hauer. I could be off. <laughs> I've never heard her name spoken out loud. But I'm reading this amazing book called Pussy and she talks about how how our pussy is our GPS. The great pussy in the sky is what she says and it's our like it's our source of connection to God and divinity. And I feel that so deeply within myself and this part of me that gets turned on and when I allow that to lead, when I allow that to be my GPS, my life shifts so beautifully. So to think that and to truly feel how far away that essence inside of me was, it was unattainable in that moment. It was unreachable. She was so far from me and she was so scared. She felt so unsafe. And I just sat there with myself in bed. It was like 11 p.m. And I was so excited about my self-pleasure practice because it's what I, I love so much. And I just, I thought, I was like, what did I do to her? And it was just this essence of feeling like I did something wrong again. Like I deserve to be guilted or shamed. And I let her out. I let this crazy essence out and, and I deserve to be punished. And that's how I felt after I was sexually assaulted. And I hadn't felt it that strongly again until after the sex and money video. And there was like an element of rejection that I did face from somebody that I loved dearly after beginning to show up in a certain way on social media where I felt like I had done something wrong, where I felt like I was bringing shame to this person because of the way that I was showing up. And, and it broke my heart. Of course, of course. And also now, like there has been a resolution with that situation. But in that moment, I felt like because I have the sexual essence and because I have the sexual energy, because that exists within me, and when I allowed that to come out and play, that... I was hurting other people and I deserved to be hurt or punished in response. Because after, after the sexual assault, what happened was a lot of the people in my life were so wounded and I watched them break because I was broken. And, and I felt like that part of me could never come out again. And, 
you know, maybe there was, I kept questioning myself, like maybe there was a part of me that wanted this because I am sexual. That maybe a part of me wanted this and then I I did this to myself and I was the one to blame and I deserve to be punished because the world teaches us that. The world teaches us that it's the, the victim, the survivor who is at fault from a simple question like, what were you wearing? And it's so small, but it just confirms the ideas that we already have in our head that of shame when it comes to sexual expression and that maybe we deserved it. How many times have we heard, oh, maybe maybe she deserved it. Or maybe she's lying. She wanted it. And so I tried to convince myself for so long that maybe I wanted this. Maybe I wanted to be raped. Because if I had wanted to be raped, then it would change the circumstances and the healing. And then if the circumstances were shifted, then I wouldn't have to suffer so much. Then maybe my body wouldn't have to respond in this way. It was a way to protect myself. And it never worked. It never worked, but the thoughts were there. And it's hugely in part to uh, societal conditioning. And so when I released the sex and money video, I felt once again, like maybe I had done something wrong. Like maybe this part of me had come out and um, the sexual part of me that just wanted to to express herself and maybe maybe I would hurt somebody else or maybe I would do something wrong and maybe I would deserve to be punished and and these thoughts are not logical right they weren't but they were confirmed because of just little things And one of those little things was somebody who I love dearly, not approving and me feeling shame for that. And so in the sexual, sensual essence within us too is wild. And once we let it out, it's like uncontrollable. And that's the beauty of it. It's wild and untamed and uncontrollable. And that is what the dark feminine energy is. And and we spend our whole lives trying to control that. And I've never let her take up space. And when I was letting her take up space just for a moment, I felt like I had done something wrong. And I felt like I was bringing shame to people I loved. And like, maybe I deserve to be punished from that, which is silly, of course, but it's real. These feelings are real regardless of how silly they are. And so I was lying there in bed, just acknowledging how far away she was from me. And I couldn't help but realize it had been eight years since I had felt this way. Maybe not eight, but 
a long time since I had felt this way. And it was a new opportunity for healing for me and to try to keep her safe and to try to remind her that she is safe and to put her in situations that are safe. And me sharing myself on the internet in this way, it is what feels divinely guided. Me sharing my heart and soul to you in this way is what feels divinely guided and me allowing my great fucking pussy in the sky to lead the way is what feels divinely guided. And something that comes along with that and something that I'm going to be working through through this whole process is shame and teaching myself that I am safe no matter what anybody else thinks and teaching myself about and well, not even teaching myself, but discovering what my boundaries are, what they look like. And I'll be honest with you guys. Once again, I had the opportunity um, to go to Vegas with a friend, to go to Vegas with a friend and strip for <laughs> a week and a half. Um, and I was really thinking about it. I was really, really thinking about it. And I was like, oh my God, it makes sense. I'm doing this program called sex and money. And at this point I had already known and felt that sex and money is the most important work that I will do in my life. And I was like, oh my God, this just fits right. Go to Vegas strip for a week and a half and make a shit ton of money. And it was at the same time where my GPS was like offline, a great pussy in the sky. My GPS was offline. And I was like, I don't think I can do this because I am discovering my boundaries and I need to honor her and I need to honor whatever pace she works at because she is the one who leads She is the one who leads my creativity. She is the one who unites me with my intuition. And I need to learn how to keep her safe in spaces and places and expression so that I can allow her to be wild, so that I can allow her to be free, so that I can allow her to be chaotic and open And that is where the magic is in my life in this moment. It's honoring and discovering my boundaries and how to keep her safe and how to keep her online. And that means showing up openly and authentically and slowing down, slowing down with my whole heart and allowing things to not be what I thought they would be. Because our mind has a different idea than our heart. And my heart is led by my GPS, baby. My soul is led by my GPS. And I want to allow her to keep leading me. Because that's where the healing is. And if I'm going to be teaching about sex and money, I need to honor my own relationship to my sexuality first. And that means 
also acknowledging the trauma that I've been through and what comes up for me along the way. Because as much healing work as I have done with this topic, there is nothing that compares to owning that I am ready to teach about this wholeheartedly. And I am, I am. And also imposter syndrome is going to show up. And when it does, I need to have the strength and the ability and the courage to choose to regulate my nervous system first, because I know doing this work is going to not only trigger trauma within me, right? It's not only going to trigger trauma within me. Doing this work is extremely triggering. It's going into the dark lunar feminine essence. And this work is slow. It can't be three months. I had this whole plan. The universe gave it to me. And I think the universe gave it to me to fail. Um, which happened. I failed. I failed at this launch. I couldn't sell. And for what I did sell, I couldn't follow through with because my nervous system was not okay to continue diving into sex and money at that rate, at that speed, at that rhythm, because it was out of alignment with my GPS. And my GPS is what teaches. We're talking about the sacral chakra. We're talking about deep trauma healing. We're talking about wounds that live in the densest part of our being and our root and our sacral. Our root is our sense of safety, security, connection to the physical world, having shelter. What about those of us who have had times where we had, don't, we haven't known how we're going to eat And for those of us who have been through financial trauma with our families, for those of us who have witnessed our parents having to make decisions for 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 being able to live or to feed their kids for choosing health or watching so much crumble around them and watching their parents kill themselves to try to provide for their family. What about those of us who have been through sexual or sexual trauma at any age and the work that we will do with this program when the time comes is not something that you can just feel dive into and then you know be a-okay in three months this work that we will do together is deep
and it requires time and so much love and so much care. And I know what that feels like. And I'm moving through it right now. I'm moving through it right now. And when I said I was going to do this program, as I mentioned, it was like imposter syndrome. It just came so much stronger than anything I've ever experienced in my life. You know, I've had an imposter syndrome a fair amount in this time doing my business, but I have never felt like I did this past month in terms of I want to run away and I want to burn everything that I've built to the ground because I don't want to be seen like this because I am so scared of getting it wrong, of not being good enough. Who am I? I very rarely over the past few years, I've ever asked myself, who am I to do this work? Who am I to talk about these things? And that was the question that was just on fucking repeat in my mind of who am I to talk about sex and money? And I know so much about these things. It's not like I'm just Joe Schmo talking about sex and money with no background or no experience. Like, I have done so much work on this myself. Done so much work on this myself. And I had a, was given in this life a lot of wounds and connection to sex and money. I've made a lot of money in my life. I've made a lot of money mistakes. I've fixed a lot of them. I'm still fixing some of them. I learned how to run a business and how to show up for myself and how to believe in myself and how to manifest things like crazy. I own land in Mexico. Like, and, and when it comes to sex, it's like, I have done so much work on this shit. I have done all the extremes. I've slept around. I have had STDs. Um, I have experienced a lot of shame, obviously. Sexual assault leads to shame. <sighs> I have practiced abstinence, which I'm currently in at the moment, because I'm guarding my sexual energy and saving it for people who deserve it, which is new for me. I've also slept with somebody who literally released all of their trauma onto me because, which is a whole other story, but our sexual energy carries so much of our own energy. And when we connect sexually with somebody, we can release um, pain and suffering when we're not dealing with that ourselves. And I had an experience with somebody 
who had been doing deep sexual work, holy shit, for many months and wasn't, um, wasn't masturbating. He wasn't like releasing that energy. So when we had our sexual encounter, um, he literally just released all of his um, healing onto my stomach. And I was like, I was like ill for two weeks, um, to put it mildly. And energetically, like really fucked up. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? So that was a learning experience. Holy shit. And yeah, that was actually the last sexual interaction I've had. Um, and after that, I just see it a little bit differently. So yeah, I've had a lot of wild experiences when it comes to sex and money. I've done a lot of studying. <laughs> I know I am like capable and educated and beautifully experienced. And I know I'm not an imposter. And also, this is the scariest work of my life. This is the scariest work of my life. Because the sacral chakra is deep, y'all. Done a lot of energy healing in my life. I feel like this whole podcast episode is just like, I've done a lot of this in my life. I've done a lot of this in my life. <laughs> in a really serious, deep voice. No, but I have done a lot of energy healing and every time, and not every time, but a lot of the time, the sacral chakra is dense. It's dense. It's where we hold shame. Once again, shame. And it's where we begin to individuate. So the root chakra right below the sacral is the first to develop. It's at the base of our being. Our sacral is right above, right, um, right above the root and right below the belly button. This is also connected to where our dantian is, which is the energy point in which we give and receive energy, and basically how we hold our own energy and block out the outside energy from entering. It's basically our energy boundary that separates us from the world around us. And it's where we leak energy. So our sacral is connected to balance of energy of the yin and the yang, of the lunar and the, and the um, solar, of the quote-unquote masculine or the feminine energy. And it is where we begin to individuate. It's where we connect to our sense of personal power in the world. So any trauma that we have that attacks us as individuals, we tend to hold in our sacral. It's also ruled by the element of water, which is connected to the subconscious mind, connected to our sense of emotions, our feelings. Um, if you think about the water signs in your life, our Pisces, our Cancer, our Scorpio babies that are deep and sensual and um, sensitive, sensitive. And I say it's where we begin to individuate because our root is being cared for by 
the people in our lives, our root chakra begins to form while we are still in utero. And it is, it continues to form when we are being cared for by our loved ones and when we are given shelter and given food and given water. So it's our connection to our basic needs and having our basic needs met. And it's our sense of connection to tribe and community. And humans need a caregiver. We need a caregiver. Babies don't come out the womb ready to feed themselves and drink. And we can't take care of ourselves as babies and survive. So that is the root and the sacral is where we begin to connect to our sense of personal power and who we are as individuals outside of the tribe. And so when we experience pain and suffering based on who we are as individuals, we hold it in our sacral. We tend to. It can be held in the sacral. It can also be held upwards of that. But I find that there's a lot that's held, especially from like early childhood years in the sacral. And then for example, experiencing sexual assault as our sacral is um, also what rules our sensuality, our sexuality, our creativity, our manifestation power, our creation energy, reproduction. Um, what else? Well, that's 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 a lot. <laughs> that's a lot so far. Um, and our connection to the God within us. And it can be where we hold um, a lot of shit, obviously, but like with sexual assault, for example, since it's connected to sexuality, it can create a wound in our sacral. And that's what happened to me. Uh, 100 million percent, I stored it in my sacral and when you think about it, when also this is the energy center that rules manifestation power, like, holy shit, Allie, I have a wound, a very deep core wound in the same energy center. It's taking up space. That's taking me away from alignment in this energy center that supports my manifestation of things into the physical world. Sacral is like the last step before manifestation is birthed into the physical world. It goes in terms of manifestation through the chakras. It goes from the crown the uh, where the idea begins, the third eye where it becomes in union with your highest self, the throat where it was spoken as absolute truth, the heart where it is um, cleansed with unconditional love, the solar plexus where it is united with a sense of empowerment and aligned with the energy of service and purpose in your unique divine purpose in the world, your sacral, where it is blessed in, um, with your own energy of creation power. And then it lands in the root and it's birthed into physical form. So if it can't, if your manifestations can't pass through your sacral into the physical world, shit gets stuck. And so when you have stuck in stagnant energy, taking up space in this energy center, it's blocking your manifestations from coming to life. So that's where a lot of my healing has been focused. And uh, this is also 
what I truly know my work in this world is meant to be. So I learned a lot through this launch. I learned a lot. And Sex and Money will be restructuring the whole shiznit um, eventually. I'm thinking I will do like a six-month membership and move slowly as opposed to doing a three-month intensive. It just feels more in alignment. It feels more gentle. It feels more soothing to the nervous system um, for me and for those involved to keep the same structure with like the modules, with the six modules and have one released every month where we have teachings and practices and um, uh, reflections but to give the time and the space, because honestly, I'm in some group programs at the moment. And I find that sometimes self-development can be a chore. Um, and I want this program to feel soothing and supportive and gentle because this work has to be gentle. You cannot talk about sex and money and just like penetrate somebody with information and penetrate somebody with practices and penetrate. It feels penetrative to do this topic weekly for me too. feels penetrative to my energy, to my nervous system. And I am the one holding the space. So I have to be well, (laughs) I have to be safe within myself. And I think That comes from giving myself more spaciousness and time and ease. There is no rush. I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself to say, Al, you have to do it right now because you said you're going to do it in this way. You have to keep your word. You are consistent. You are reliable. You have to show up that way in your business. And also... I am deeply healing and I am fucking so deserving of giving my nervous system the space it needs to be able to hold space for my people in the way that they deserve. And I am deserving of holding space for myself in that same exact way. And nothing is more important than that. My reputation is not more important than that. My reputation as a business owner is not more important than that. I am the most important person in my life and I am the only one who can create the boundaries that I need to keep myself safe and to keep my great pussy in the sky safe and close to me because after this experience with this launch, I felt myself violating my boundaries, not only in terms of feeling guilt and shame with whatever it was that I was posting, (sighs) even though I fucking love that video. I love that video so much. The only guilt and shame came afterwards when I allowed other people's opinions of me to influence how I felt about myself. That is where the guilt and shame came from. It didn't come from posting that video. I love that video. I look hot. It turns me on. It lights my GPS right up. But what was I saying? Um, uh, Do I not remember? I never don't remember. Do I not remember? Hallie, girl, you good? Are you good? You Gucci? You going to make it? What the fuck just happened? Did I forget my train of thought? I say I don't ever remember. Um, but anywho, 
yeah, need to respect my GPS baby. She is what leads. Um, but I felt myself by violating my boundaries. Here we go. Not only with what I was posting or like the way that I allowed other people's view of what I was posting to influence my view of myself, but also in the speed that I was moving. Like, holy shit, y'all, I got back from Peru. I did a rebrand. I was focusing just on content. And then it was like, I was doing content. I was doing um, two Instagram accounts, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube shorts. My podcast came back up and running. And then I was doing a program for a corporate company. And then I had clients. And then I was um, doing all of these things that had slowly been built into my business structure that all of a sudden were running at once where I was like, I can't fucking do this shit. And I was in the middle of a launch. So I was creating my, my sales page and like all of this stuff. And my nervous system was like, Allie, you're really close to burnout. You're going to burn the fuck out. And that turned my GPS right off. That (laughs) That turned my pussy right off. It was like, Oh fuck. No, you are not doing this. You can't do this. So Anywho, I have to honor myself in every single way, shape, and form. And that's a part of why I'm back in mass. That's a part of why I'm here home sweet home for a little bit because I just need to regulate my nervous system. I just need to tie up the energy leaks that I have in my business and allow myself the permission to be messy and to be human and to be in the arms of my mother and say, mom, I need a hug and to be with my doggies and my family and my nephews and to allow myself to be taken care of because I have been boss bitch Allie. And I love that version of myself so much. And I will continue to be her each and every day. And also I need to be home right now. I need to clean shit up because I was going, going, going too far, too fast. And it felt like it wasn't safe for me to continue going in this way for my nervous system and for my well-being. And here I am, home sweet home. And I just did a beautiful event this evening, a beautiful fucking event. And I gave flowers and chocolate and hugs and snuggles and love to an energy healing and breath work. And I guided such an amazing ceremony um, in person here. And it was so magical. And I remind myself that I can do that and everything else that I want to do. As long as I keep myself safe, as long as I keep my GPS lit up. And yeah, it's weird. It's it's, it's weird to allow your GPS to lead when you're in your parents' house. No, but as I mentioned, I'm connecting more to like the sacred aspect of my my pussy as opposed to being like this is a free for all that's not what this is about it makes me a little sad that some people misinterpreted that on social media but also like it's social media hi think what you fucking want i don't give a shit i learned that a long time ago with my social media accounts like who fucking cares i lost a lot of followers okay bye i gained a lot as well and we can't hold on to other people's opinions of us. And I really had this conversation with myself about who am I giving my attention to? And there was some time with um, my new sexual reclamation where I was giving my attention to people who didn't deserve it, to people who were not 
who didn't get what I was doing. And I, it was almost like I was educating them. Um, but while trying to explain myself and I understand how important the education aspect was, but I decided after that, I was like, I don't want to be talking to these people because I get to decide who I talk to on my social media. I want to talk to the people who do get it because there are some people who do fucking get it, who get it good, (laughs) who get it well, (laughs) but I like get it good. Get it good. It just has a little extra flair. I know it's not grammatically correct. Okay. But they get it good. And we love that. So anywho, my sweet darling angels, um, I was going to tell you about the coaching session that I, where I did internal family systems, probably like halfway through this episode. And then I never got to it, but basically it's the same thing, uh, that I was talking about before where my GPS ran away. And I found that out really hardcore in that coaching session when we went to the part of me that just needed so much love. And we brought her back. We brought my GPS back. So after the night where I was crying in my bed, looking for my GPS, looking for my turn on, I couldn't find it. Um, we brought her back the next day. So I'm really grateful for that. But it just made me realize like, I got to keep this part of me safe because she leads. She fucking leads. And if anybody's looking for a book reclamation, 10 out of 10 pussy. Also, I'm so excited to do this work with sex and money next year at some point. Um, But I'm giving myself time to fucking breathe. I'm still taking one-on-one clients because y'all fucking light me the fuck up. Uh, But I will start. I'm accepting one-on-one clients now, but we won't start until the new year. All right. But we're going to do the damn thing. We are going to do the damn thing because you know what? It's holiday season, baby. I'm in holiday spirits. I'm ready to party. I'm telling you guys about all of my experience, all my difficulties with this launch and a quote unquote failure. But y'all, I learned so much and this information is fucking invaluable. And if you're a business baddie and you're like, oh my God, um, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to, I failed, uh, whatever, at anything you've done, take a deep breath. You're safe. And I know that there are a lot of you who listen to this podcast and look up to me as a business person. And I thank you so much for that. And I share this with you because I want to remind you that business isn't always perfect. And you are the one that calls the shots and you have to honor yourself first. And there are going to be messy times along the way where maybe you do fail at something and it's in the moments of failure when you choose yourself that are most important always doesn't have to be perfect and put together it doesn't it can be messy but do it anyway do it anyway and you are so deserving of building the business of your dreams not one that runs you to the ground my sweet love not one that runs you to the ground If your business relies solely on your energy and having to show up all of the time, I highly suggest restructuring so that your business won't burn to the ground if you do. And that is how my business has been running. It's fully dependent on my energy. That's what I'm restructuring at this point. Because if I can't run and I haven't been able to run after this. I realized that very strongly after this launch of sex and money when I wanted to hide, right? When I couldn't show up, 
my business was crumbling and that's an issue. So now I'm going to be working through how to restructure this so that I can focus more on um, creating the systems that support me living my life to the fullest and not feeling like I'm fucking drowning, not feeling like I'm doing this shit alone because I can't do this shit alone. And I deserve a beautiful life, especially when I'm teaching about shit as important as sex and money. I want to keep writing my book, you guys. I want to keep writing my book. And maybe, maybe the book will be about my life stories, but maybe it will be about the energetics of sex and money. I don't know. I keep getting information about like, this is what your, your book is meant to be about, but it's also because I keep getting the information that this is what my, the great work of my life is. And which is a funny thing for me to say, like a funny phrase for me to use, but I do, I feel like it is. I feel like it's so fucking important. This is the great work of my life. There's nothing more important than sex and money to me, especially for women, all women included. Women X, fucking badass bitches, badass witches, whoever the fuck you are. All genders. You don't have to be a woman, but you can be. Anywho, I love you so much, y'all. Um, as I mentioned, sex and money is on pause for now. If you haven't, but before we get into the programs and stuff, if you haven't given me a review on Apple Podcasts, stop what you're doing and go write me a fucking review. All right, please, 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 please write me a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, the podcast is growing and which is amazing, 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 amazing. And also subscribe to my YouTube channel, do all the practices. They're amazing. Um, I mean, I'm I'm so humble. <laughs> they're amazing. But yeah, they're beautiful. We can do the chatting thing here in the podcast. Just put me on. Um for that fun stuff and then pop me on on YouTube to do the practices, to do the meditations and the whatever else I do on there. A lot of fun things. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. And then aside from that, as I mentioned, Sex and Money is on pause, but I am accepting one-to-one clients for the new year starting now. Um, So yes, we will be restructuring that as well. So anywho. I love you so much. Actually, I'll just share with you guys what the restructure is going to be. So I'm going to be cleaning up some energy leaks with my six-month program because I was giving like so much stuff and it didn't feel good. It felt like I was charging a certain amount and then my mind was trying to make up for what I was charging by overgiving. So I'm making some adjustments there, but I will have a six-month program coming out. And then um, also the five-week healing container, I am going to keep the five sessions, but do it over 10 weeks because five weeks felt really quick. And once again, I just want to move more slowly and more intentionally with my clients as opposed to being like, we have to go all in for this amount of time and burn out. So it feels more supportive to my nervous system and to the nervous system of the clients based on the feedback that I received to do it over 10 weeks instead of five weeks. So anywho, there's that. Both of these programs will include sex and money during the next round, um, which will be released in new year. So lots of amazing things coming 
soon. If you are interested in a one-to-one program, feel free to reach out to me and soon enough, everything will be updated on my website, but not quite today, but soon. All right, my loves, I love you so much. You are a beautiful angel soul. Thank you for being present with me um, and giving me the space to fully show up in my authenticity. Y'all know that is what I'm here for. Um, If this was helpful in any way, shape, or form, feel free to send me a DM on Ally Aligns or on Instagram or Bad Witches Not Sad Witches on IG as well. I also have a TikTok, but my TikTok is is a little sad right now. I could put a little more energy into it, but I think I'm going to get a social media manager instead. (laughs) That's the tea. I love y'all. You're beautiful. Keep being a bad fucking witch and have a good day. My sweet angels.